If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious and in family-sized cartons. I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream, and their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious or their organ strawberry. Oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces. So, so good. Plus, you got to check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good. I got to go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products and the brand is farmer owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy. I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. Sex in Heaven, the wildest phone call of all time. And how do you deal with a roommate who's got a new girlfriend? All this and more on a special how did this get made? Mini episode. Hit the theme! Hello, my heaven soulmates. It's your host, Paul Shear, aka Tall John, and this is a post Thanksgiving. How Did This Get Made mini episode where we are going to open it up to you to hear about your thoughts on the Timothy Hutton, Kelly McGillis classic Made in Heaven. I want to hear your opinions, your hot takes, your condemnations of some of our hot takes. I want to hear it all and we'll do that in just a little bit. We also are going to tell you what you have in store for next week. That's right. We have a good one as we're getting into our holiday month and we don't do this often. We have a deleted scene from last week's episode. Uh, we were cutting the episode down and this chunk just didn't kind of fit. And we have that coming up in just a little bit. So there's even more Made in Heaven action in front of you. First, a big thank you to Timmy Two-Step for that original theme. Thank you, Timmy. Um, so much on the docket. I need to get into it with you. I know that we probably all are 
maybe de-stressing now or it was a stressful Thanksgiving. I know a lot of you probably went home, uh, spent it with family or relatives. Maybe you get along with them, maybe you don't. I know sometimes when you go home, you have to deal with people with a different opinion, right? People who who feel so strongly about something and, and you have to face them and you have to be honest with them about who you are. And when you look at your uncle and you say, uncle, I was left dissatisfied by Dune. And he's like, no, it was perfect. Just like Herbert intended it. And you're like, I know it was, but the fact they didn't shoot two back to back means I'm going to have to wait like another fucking four years. And he's like, but that's the point. And you're like, but it's not, it's a tease. If they knew they were making a trilogy, they should have just gone and fucking did it instead of just leaving me hanging at the end. What are we doing? But you know, look, these are the arguments that we're going to get into. And you know, that's why I've told everybody, don't talk about the ending to Dune. It's just too divisive, especially at the holidays. Anyway, uh, we have live shows. We're doing live shows again. I forgot all about this. It's great. Um, check it out. We have a virtual live show on December 10th. We are going to do a Christmas movie. We're going to have a special guest. It's going to be great. You can watch it from the comfort of your own home, wherever you are in the world, back on On Location. It is going to be great. Uh, we also have a show at Largo, but that's sold out. I'm just saying it so you know that we will be coming back to Largo probably in January. And we also are going to be going out on the road a little bit in February as well. So keep your eyes and ears open. And you can always check Jason and I uh, out live improvising with our group Dinosaur. Um, and that will be on 1130 and 1220. So get your tickets there. And... Here is the big news for you. Um, I want to tell you, I love our Discord communities. They are absolutely fantastic. We just had a 5K celebration uh, for the Paul Shear Discord, which is discord.gg slash Paul Shear. It's pop culture. It's how this get made. It's unspooled. It's parenting relationships, art critique. Uh, I mean that in the sense that people are drawing art and then people are giving them advice, not like, we were having like an art history class in there, but we have stage events. We have a lot of fun things and uh, it's a blast. And I love our How This Get Made Discord as well. Our mods are fantastic in both. Um, and if you've not checked out Discord, it's totally free. Uh, it takes less than 30 seconds to set up. And here's the best part about it. Truly, it's fun social media. It's basically like having a bunch of text chats going that you can check in and out of uh, throughout the day with people that are nice. It's not a, a gross place in either one of those forums. They are lovely, thoughtful people. And like I said, we're 5,000 strong on both of those servers. So that is absolutely mind-blowing to me. So, so happy about that. Um, and because I'm so happy for everybody who listens to the show, participates in the Discord, I'm now going to try to give back to you in a little segment we like to call the Paul Helpline. Hit the theme. There is a man. His name is Paul John Shear. And though he may have tried to make out with his own mother, he gives excellent advice. He's not Oprah, he's not Dr. Phil, and I gave the wrong phone number the first time I did this song. Here's the remix. Thank you, Francis Day. 
Francis, you make this segment easy. Here's the deal. You're going to ask me questions, and I've seen the questions. I know what the questions are. They're hard. I need help. I need help, and I'm going to actually go to the Discord a lot for these because I know I'm going to get these wrong. I know that my opinion on these questions are going to be shaky. Shaky at best, but I'm going to try my best. Tell me. Tell me. I'm looking for feedback here. All right, let's hear from Thomas in the Bay Area. Hey, Paul. Uh, This is Thomas from the Bay Area. I work at a hospital and uh, started my current job during the pandemic. Uh, Because I work in healthcare, I've never taken off my mask at work, which means that my coworkers have never seen my face. Someday, we won't be required to always wear a mask. So what advice do you have for those of us who are already feeling anxious about avoiding awkward, so that's what your face looks like, conversations? Thanks. All right, this is a good question. I don't think you can avoid it. This is like a new weird thing, this post-mask life. Um, I worked with a person. I didn't see their face for the entire run of this thing that we were working on. Had a relationship with that person. Um, You know, we talked about all sorts of different fun stuff. And I finally saw that person's face on Instagram. And I was shocked. And I felt like I didn't know that person. I felt like I was lied to. I was like, who is this? It was new information. It was like, I don't know what it is. You, first of all, we can't expect anyone to act like it's normal. When they see the bottom half of your face, they are going to be like, oh shit. Like you have to, we're human beings. Like we've created something and you've changed your face. Not many people have changed their face. It, it's, I mean, honestly, it's up there with face off what we're seeing, but face off, you would have less of a reaction because you would just look like the other person here. It's like that old, like a book when you were a kid where you could switch out different heads or eyes. Is that a book that kids had? (laughs) It feels like that was a book. Like you could have like a clown hat and a Santa beard and uh, bandit eyes. Is that, if that's not a book, we should make that a book. (laughs) Anyway, it's fucking weird. We're going to have to deal with it. I'm sorry. You're right. You can't avoid it. Um, The only thing that you could do is get one of those masks that actually print the bottom half of your face and you can start wearing that around so people get to know what you look like. Or you can make a shirt of yourself and go, this is what I look like. I think there are funny ways to address it um, if you don't want to have that like shock and awe moment. But I, I, it's, it's kind of unavoidable because the truth is if people aren't doing it to your face, they're doing it behind your back. And it's not because, uh, anyone is ugly. It's not because anyone is weird. It's because we've created a bottom half of your face. We all have done it. People have done it. I'm sure to me, I've done it to them. It's not fair. It's not right. But this is the world that we live in. We got to just, we got to get through it. We got to get through it. We might even lose our friends because they see our face after the mask comes off and they feel on a level betrayed like I did. And uh, you know what? We have to accept that that's it. We're a vain society. If we think you have a different bottom half, we got to go. I mean, there's also a world where we just leave on the masks. What if we never show each other our face? I mean, cultures, there are cultures out there that do it. Maybe there's a reason for it. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Um, here's the worst part about it is when someone doesn't have their mask on, And you've only known them with their mask and then they come up to you and they're like, hey, and then they're upset that you don't recognize them. It's like, yeah, motherfucker, because I'm only used to this. That's out of context. So don't do that. Don't be that person. Anyway, that wasn't as hard as I thought. Uh, Next question from Sean in upstate New Jersey. Hey, Paul, it's uh, Sean Collins from uh, 
Ringwood, New Jersey, oh, um, um, you know, upstate, you know, New Jersey. Long-time listener, first-time caller, but I ran into a problem I was hoping you could, you know, kind of help me with. Uh, my current roommate wants his girlfriend to move in, and he wants, you know, just live there with just him and, and you know, the girlfriend. And the thing is, it's just a beautiful, beautiful townhouse, whereas everything else around here goes for, you know, the studio goes for the same amount I'm paying right now. And I really don't know what to do. We're both friends with the landlord, and he's kind of put me in a weird spot. I really don't want to argue with him and, and taint a friendship because we have a lot of mutual friends. Uh, personally, I really don't think it's really fair of him to just decide that he gets the apartment and, and I don't. I really don't know how to approach this. So really hoping you can give me some insight on how you would react to this because, in all honesty, it's like a really difficult thing to maneuver. I don't know. Um, like I said, I'm a big fan of the show. I listen to you guys. I'm really happy about Batman Monday, too, by the way. That's a great way for me to get content that I'm kind of paywalled out of. But um, I just want to say I appreciate everything you guys do for, for me personally. Thanks a lot. Dude, this is a hard problem. At first, I was like, okay, this... Uh, roommate of yours wants his girlfriend to move in with you, but I'm getting the sense he wants you out. I had a whole opinion about living with somebody and their girlfriend, which I don't highly recommend. Um, but man, oh man, he wants you out. I don't know how to handle this. Honestly, I don't know how because there's a part of me that thinks caught up in the moment he might sacrifice you for this relationship i mean and should you stay if i've misread this question then he just wants you to stay that's kind of unfair too there's a lot of things i don't know a lot of variables here i've never been in a situation like this i will tell you this i've been a bad roommate i've been an awful roommate i apologize to my buddy jeff when i was in college I had a girlfriend, and she essentially moved into my dorm room. It wasn't cool. Freshman year, he had to like deal with having this other person in our small as shit NYU dorm. It wasn't. It it was honestly, it was dick. It was a dick move. I should never have done that. Um, I just think that there 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 are rules that need to be discussed if you are living with a third party and two of the people are dating because it's a two against one situation. Um, I don't think it's totally fair. Uh, as a person who is uh, the criminal in this situation, I'm saying it's not fair, but I do believe that uh, your roommate may be avoiding the hard conversation because they might know that they are in the wrong. And maybe it's just worth an honest conversation. Like, I don't want to move. What can we do? How can we make this better? I can't afford to move. You're two. Maybe you should move because the break in the price will be better for two people instead of one. Like, look, honesty. Wow, I just stumbled upon that myself. It took me that long to realize that honesty is the best policy. Uh, but I want to hear in the Discord what people think because I'm not sure that that's the right answer. Um, I think it needs to be between the two of you, especially if you consider this person a friend. Um, Mark from Seattle. Hi, Paul. It's Mark from Seattle with a question about something that with which I have a little bit too much experience. And that is the friends who never reaches out. There have been certain people in my life who, if I reach out and I set up a lunch or a coffee, they are always happy to get together with me and we have a good time. 
but I know that they will never reach out. They will never take the initiative. And I was talking to this one guy once who said, you know, sometimes that's just the case with friends. Like, you are always going to have to be the one who makes the call. And I'm not so sure that that's true. I feel like if there's someone in my life who is okay with never hearing from me, never speaking with me, never seeing if I'm okay, and who will never take 20 or 30 seconds to send a text or make a phone call to see if I'm doing all right, then that person is not a real friend. And so my question to you, Paul, if there is someone who might be friendly when we're together but is never going to make an effort to get together, is that person a real friend or am I kidding myself in calling that person a friend when they are merely a friendly acquaintance? So tell me what you think. Dude, don't take it personally. Don't. I get it. Uh, again, I'm the criminal in this situation. I love my friends. I'm not always the person to make plans. I want to make plans. Like I want to go out and say, like, let's go get lunch. Let's go do this. And then life happens and get in the way. But it doesn't mean that I don't love my friends. It doesn't mean that I don't want to be there for them. Don't mistake someone not calling you for, you know, a burger as someone not caring about you. Everyone has their own ways and strengths and weaknesses. And some people, they might have anxiety and they don't even know it. They might think about something and get get nervous. Like there's a million, that's anxiety. I described anxiety twice. I tried to gloss over it, but I'm calling myself out. Um, all I'm saying is we can live in a world where we take everything personal and we feel like, well, God damn it. I do everything and I'm that person. You know, and sometimes you are that person. I am that person a lot. I'm that person who makes a lot of plans. And then I'm like, well, if I never made a plan, then no one else would make a plan. But I took myself out of that. I realized like the position that I'm in and we all are trying to do it. Here's the difference. When you hang out, is it fun? When you get together, are you not thinking about the past and just enjoying the moment? If that's the case, if those things are true, then who cares who made the plans? It, it, everything is not going to be equal. People are great at one thing and maybe not the other. So just be the plan person, Mark. Be the plan person. And if the friend gets to be wonky, then ditch them. But don't ditch them because they don't call or check in regularly. I, I honestly feel like I have three or four friends who I haven't talked to in months, but I think about them. And sometimes, honestly, social media creates a fucking warped perspective of when we've actually seen and interacted with our friends that I also think you can't discount in the general sense of things. Like people feel like, oh yeah, I just, I heard them. I, I see them. They're doing this other thing. So put that all together in a pot and brew it up. Brew up that pot. That's what people do. They brew up in pot. Yeah, witches brew. Miles Davis, I know what the, what's going on. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> all right, I don't know. Um, okay, now last week I talked about how the Discord went off about my answer about sports. Um, so I want to read this response from uh, the Discord about this question. They weigh in here. And this is uh, B-Suites. And B-Suites, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit here, but... If someone tries to casually talk to you about sports, they're not looking for real insight. They're trying to make small talk. And for guys especially, sport is the skeleton key of all small talk topics. If you don't know what else you might have in common, you go to sports. If someone asks you about the Giants, just say, I don't really follow baseball, but how are they doing this year? I would say, 
I wasn't talking about baseball. I was talking about football. No, uh, just give them the chance to talk for a bit and look for opportunities to move on to a different topic, just like any conversation. I like that B-Suites. I like that a lot. And I think that's, you know, in the same vein that I was trying to go for, just, you know, jump in. It's it's not like I'm never sitting with a group of people talking about stats. It's just, you're right. I think a lot of people grow up with the idea that we all are familiar with one thing. For me, let's talk about movies. Of course, I do fucking two movie podcasts, but you know, the pop culture movies, I can jump in on that. Um, and it's a way of people communicating, letting the guard down, be sweet. You did it. You nailed it. You, this should be uh, the B-Suites helpline. I think B-Suites got in there and did it right. But you know what? I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep on doing it because I want to be as good as B-Suites one day. So come give me a call anytime. 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. That's 619-Paul-ASK. 619-728-5275. Give me a call at any day, anytime, whenever you want. Tell me how your Thanksgiving was. Let's get in there. Let's mix it up. We had a great, um, helpline live on the Twitch this week. That was a blast. I like doing that. I think I'll do that again. Um, all right. Do you like making songs? Sure. Of course we all do. Well, that's not true. I don't like making songs. I like making other things, but not songs. We, uh, want your songs. We want original listener songs. So send them in to how did this get made at earwolf.com. And remember brevity is the soul of wit. And we'll be right back right after this commercial break. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah, save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice. Plus, visit your in-laws. Plus, venture into the wilderness. Plus, wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. Perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, eats all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. 
I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money. And maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, while you're preparing for next week, it seems like we might have dropped the ball on some things from last week's episode, which of course was the Timothy Hutton, Kelly McGill's classic Made in Heaven. So it's your turn. Take over the show. Tell me what you thought about Made in Heaven. And uh, let's kick this off with Andrew Winson and his Correction and Omission theme. Corrections and omissions There's no need for permission You got it a little wrong So we wrote down this song All right, we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, I'm only taking corrections and omission phone calls this week. That's it. Only phone calls. I'm on vacation. Yep, tricked you. Fucking tricked you. I'm not here. It's not the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm actually recording this before uh, Made in Heaven even comes out. So uh, let's see how good I can be in responding to your calls that you haven't even made yet. Um, Caller one. Oh, this is from an interesting place. Hey, Paul. Uh, This is West from beautiful Los Angeles, as they pronounced it in old movies. Uh, I believe that the character of Emmett in Made in Heaven is God. Uh, And for that reason, I think that casting Deborah Winger in that role is kind of a masterstroke, because if Emmett is God, then it makes sense that the character would be old and young, male and female, all at the same time. And as a result of that, I think this may also be the first or maybe one of the earliest instances of the portrayal of a non-binary character in a motion picture. What do you think? Anyway, that's all for now. Thank you for calling. Okay. I like that. You know what? You lost me in the beginning, but now I I think I'm on your page. Yes. Yes. Yes to that. All right. Uh, This... I I have a soft spot for this caller. Uh, She sounds so incredibly sweet and uh, just really made my day. Hi, guys. This is uh, Michelle. I'm a big fan of the show. I've never called in before. Um, I just watched Made in Heaven um, and then listened to the episode, and I was a wreck after, much like June. Um, I think the whole – it seems to me the whole arc of the movie is really about – the heaven is a place that encourages imagination, it's pure inspiration, and that's something that can be taken away from you in childhood. And so you see, like, Kelly McGillis goes back 
and it's something that's nurtured by her father. He plays along with her imaginary friend, Mike, um, whereas little Timothy Hutton, um, his parent, his uncle Gus, like, picks up the piano and breaks it when he's trying to play, um, and it ends up with him not really having any direction until he makes contact with his the parents from his previous life who are these warm, very encouraging people and they spontaneously buy him a trumpet and they buy him food because they can see he doesn't have any money. And that kindness sort of sets him on a path to rediscover his ability to have imagination and inspiration. And there's even a point in the whole Ellen Barkin, Tom Petty vignette where he says, like, I wonder what her childhood was like. And it seems like so much of the movie is actually back to this idea of how we get shaped and how our ability to express ourselves can get beaten out of us. And heaven just keeps sort of like re, um, sort of recharging souls to send them back to try again. So even like Aunt Lisa never painted on earth, but discovers it in heaven. And then you see evidence of her painting on earth that like her reincarnated self is now expressing that. And just like heaven will keep sending us newly inspired souls to bring art and new technology and inventions and all of this stuff. Anyway, I thought it was really um, beautiful movie. I know it was flawed, but it made me cry my eyes out. So, um, hope y'all are well. Bye. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You see, I was right. I was right about this movie. You, okay. Yes. And you see, but this is why June reacted her way. I reacted my way. This is what this kind of movie could do. Great, great call. Uh, our next caller. Oh my God. This caller. <laughs> You're going to love this. It's a little out there, but enjoy. Paul, hello. My name is Ian Tyson. I'm calling from uh, St. Thomas, Ontario in Canada. Was shook after listening to the episode on Made in Heaven. I was an 80s kid, teenager. I was 17 years old when this came out, and I was a hopeless romantic. I loved this movie when it came out. Admittedly, it's been years since I've seen it, but one little detail I wanted to bring up that I think sort of got glossed over. I don't even know if it really clocked with you guys, but Ellen Barkin's character, her name is Lucy. She is the devil. Tom Petty even says, Lucy, you're the devil at the end. And uh, the implication I always took away from this was that Ellen Barkin was Lucifer. She was literally the devil, and she was trying to keep Timothy Hutton from Kelly McGillis. And that literally she and Emmett were doing little nudges in different directions Lucifer trying to keep them apart and that trying to bring them together with these little subtle pushes that were happening. There was kind of this secondary storyline. I know Ellen Barkin's not in there for long, but it felt like she was trying to pull him away from his quote-unquote destiny. But I was shook and have these same kind of feelings as June did on this movie. Again, I was a hopeless, romantic, sensitive kid, and I always have to hold a soft spot for this movie in my heart, but wanted uh, you guys to talk about Ellen Barkin is the devil. Uh, how about that? Thanks so much. Love the show. Take care. See? What did I tell you? I didn't think about it like that. Okay? Great work. Excellent job. And my final caller that I don't know who's calling or what they're going to say, is from one of my favorite places in the entire world. Hi, Paul. This is Stefan from New Brunswick, Canada. And I, it occurred to me that uh, two of the 
two of the celebrity cameos I noticed are actually sort of uh, puns, I guess, or, you know, plays on the bands they're in. Because Rick Ocasek is a mechanic, as in cars, but also Tom Petty's scene is where the main character Elmo gets his heart broken by the devil woman, who I guess is metaphorically the devil. Um, I didn't know if there were any other celebrity cameos I missed that also would have fit such a theme, but that's just kind of odd. And I thought it was worth noting. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. You see, I appreciate that level of research. I appreciate that level of detail because... I do believe that movie was was trying for something like that. You got me thinking. All right, so many great corrections and omissions this week. I wish I could have heard them and responded to them um, in a way that would have been beneficial or additive, but I'm sorry. I am on vacation, and I'm giving a vacation to our super producer, Cody, and our producer, Molly Reynolds, and our producer, Avril Halley, and of course, our sound engineer, Devin Bryan, who works his butt off all the time. July D it's taking a break this week. Everyone's taking a little bit of a break, so give it up for them. And you know what? The winners this week is that whole team I just named. The Earwolf production team taking a break. Give it up to them. That's right. And unlike every week where you get nothing, our team gets a week off. Honest Jams, thank you for that theme. Thank you to the crew that puts this show together. You are wonderful. And we'll be right back right after this. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do, that's why you should invest in Simply Safe Home Security today. That's right. For award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security. Plus, it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. Plus, a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this. It's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when 
I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash bonkers. That's simplysafe.com slash bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right. We have a little uh, deleted scene segment coming up. This is um, a part of the show that we cut out. Uh, we don't always take such large chunks out of the show, but sometimes we do just for flow. And um, we really got into it about how sex works in heaven and uh, how much we love Ellen Barkin. It was a big section of the show that we just kind of lopped out. Uh, but we get into a lot right here. So take a listen to this deleted scene from Made in Heaven. I just wished, I wished they had met 15 pages earlier and we'd gotten more of... But what would the, you have like, seen? Uh, I don't know, like more of their bizarre sex, which is Whoa. more more rolling around than thrusting. <laughs> okay. All right, so this sex scene that they it is a heaven. Roll, it's a role-based like sexual relationship. That's what, sex. If that's what fucking is in heaven, I'm not interested. All right, here's what I... <laughs> This is what I can imagine because I, I rewound like this just scene like as well. Dry humping. Uh, it's and rolling. And it's rolling, all rolling yeah. around. That's they, not how sex works. Sex isn't a horizontal roll. Well, but here's but really? in heaven there's no gravity. Here's the thing. I <laughs> felt like they were. <laughs> hear me out. A couple of things. Uh, first of all, they were shooting that scene so tight as to not have any nudity or even side boob. Uh, they were cutting them really tight, so they had to do so much with such little parts of their body. Yeah, and they what had I was. To roll. Obsessed with was Timothy Hutton kept on getting his hands like in her hair in a way as if I could only describe it like I've seen you do it to your own hair, June. Like if you've had a wig on or you've had something done where you're like, oh, it's when I like like shake out my hair because it's been like I need to like get it back to normal. Like okay, first like, of all, I'm not wearing there. wigs. Like all the time, like I don't know I when don't know. you see me. I'm just like, saying, like take I'm just saying, like, no, but like you know, it's it's like it's it, I because I wrote it in my notes too. I was like, this is like a post wig June moment. You yeah, know? it's a very post wig. Well, now June. I will say, I spent honestly most of the movie just enchanted by her head of hair. I oh, yeah. really was like, I was with that head of hair and I, so He's if I'm Tim, it, I know, but if I'm Tim Hutton, I, I also wanted to get my hands in that head of hair. It felt like he was, his hands were getting trapped. Like it's knots I in think, there. I think that's the only, I think they were like, what we can show and what we can do is hands in hair. Hands so in I hair. Think, I think yeah. he really overcommitted because it's like, I think his hands in her hair has to stand in for sex. Because uh, well, everything yes. else is That's like the penetration. and bizarre. The penetration and, is those you know. fingers going through the scalp because yeah. they also, he was doing it in such a way that I felt like, well, now he's stuck and they have to reset the shot because his hands have to come back out <laughs> and go back in in another way. <laughs> it was very upsetting to me. Yeah, the sex um, scenes very weird. But I will say, even though the sex scenes were weird, like I was, I thought their chemistry was good. So yes. I just, I found that the to to suffer through how, so much of the movie with them apart was, I was like, the most captivating like uh, chemistry is missing now. And you've already, right. you've shown yeah. it to me. You've taken it away. I just, I kept, I was like, this, I, you know, I, it, her, her and David Rashi, her and you know, like I was like, this is. Isn't interesting, and I know that's the point. Well, but it's not hold interesting. on. And they Ellen keep Barkin having, is 
given. Ooh, Ellen fl- Barkin. Oh, I was just gonna she's say, so good. Ellen Barkin. This so sequence, good as like a sequence, femme fatale kind of yes. great character, oh, but so also beautiful. like super comedic, like. So this is this weird section of the movie where it's Rick Ocasek, Ellen Barkin, and and like Tom you said, Petty. Tom Petty. Tom Petty playing a character called Mr. Stanky, uh, <laughs> which again, <laughs> it just feels like these are all people having fun time. Like, my name is Mr. Stanky. But she comes in like, like I want to have a whole movie about Ellen Barkin's character where she is because she's mm-hmm. clearly like a goof, but also dangerous with a gun. Um I don't know. I love, I just, there's, I have oh, nothing yeah. even bad to say about it. I just think it was a great, I think it was a great fun side plot where this woman like gets him. And that was a moment in the time where I thought like, oh, Timothy Hutton's a straight up idiot. Uh, like he just doesn't seem to understand anything in the way the world works at all. He gets stupider as the movie goes on. I, I loved like. when Ellen Barkin got her cigarette caught up in her like veil or whatever she was wearing. Yes. It was just like hilarious. She's just so good. When she yes. ate the strawberry and hated it, it was like, oh, and I started to spit it out. <laughs> and was on screen for, I'm going to say, six minutes. Yep. And and was and made a meal out of it. She's incredibly memorable in this movie and is like really just essentially one and a half scenes. Um, yeah. Really good. I love Ellen Barkin. I want that character in a spinoff so, so bad. Um, just a little bit of a heads up on something. June's brand new movie is out right now on HBO Max. It's called 8-Bit Christmas. Uh, she's married to Steve Zahn in the movie. Oh, God damn it, Steve Zahn. Do not touch my wife. And... Uh, it also stars Neil Patrick Harris as the adult version of a young boy who uses a snow day back in the 80s to go and secure Nintendo for Christmas. June plays uh, the boy's mom, and you get to see her in old lady makeup, and it is the best. She looks just as beautiful as ever as an older woman. Uh, I'm very happy to be married to my lovely wife, uh, who sent me the picture of her in her old woman makeup and said, would you still love this? And I answered, yes, Absolutely. Um, also, my good buddy, Jack McBrayer. You know Jack from 30 Rock, um, the head page. Um, Jack is one of the most wonderful, sweetest people in in the world. And for a long time, he's been working on this idea of doing a children's show. And it's in the vein of Mr. Rogers. And it's absolutely fantastic. It's right now on Apple TV. It's called Hello, Jack, The Kindness Show. Hello, Jack, The Kindness Show. I'm on an episode. Sam Richardson is on an episode. Uh, they are so much fun. They're really lovely. I'm on the a pet adoption episode. And uh, yeah, check it out. It's on Apple TV right now. Uh, I think you'll love it. And Jack is, uh, look, he will be the next Mr. Rogers. I, I guarantee it. Um, now that we got Made in Heaven, out of the way, let's get into the holiday spirit. All right, are we ready, people? And let's kick off our seven weeks of Christmas with a How Did This Get Made classic, Holiday in Handcuffs, with guest star Jessica Sinclair. And here's a, a little breakdown of the plot. To fool her parents, a waitress, Melissa Joan Hart, kidnaps a customer, Mario Lopez, and forces him to pretend to be her beau. This was a uh, a fun, this is a fun episode. Uh, take a listen to the trailer. Now available on DVD, all Trudy wants is to be the perfect daughter. I have nothing to offer. No husband, no grandchildren. So this Christmas, she's bringing home the perfect boyfriend, even if it is a felony. I'm not her boyfriend. She poked a musket in my ribs, tied me up with furry handcuffs, and drove me to wherever I am right now. Furry handcuffs. Now I'm embarrassed. (laughs) 
She's holding him hostage, but he's stealing her heart. Oh, I um just needed the uh. Whew. Melissa Joan Hart, Mario Lopez. I hope you're not expecting much from Santa. <laughs> Federal offense probably puts you on the naughty list this year. The ABC Family original movie, Holiday in Handcuffs, now available on DVD. Lock one up today. You can watch Holidays in Handcuffs on Hulu with a subscription or check your local ABC listings. I think ABC Family probably. Or check your local public libraries. I don't know if they would have Holiday in Handcuffs, but maybe they would. Check it. Call. Make that phone call for me. Um, And... Uh, Why are we doing a rerun? Well, I'll explain. There's a lot of factors this month when we're doing live shows and the release schedule. So you're going to get seven weeks of Christmas and you're going to get some new episodes in there. You're going to get some classic episodes in there. So stay tuned with us. You can get some good matinee Mondays. Trust us. We got this all covered. Um, We'll get some new Quar Chats in there as well. And we'll be on Twitch. We'll be all over the world. Uh, Remember, see us virtually live on December 10th. Uh, You can get all the information about those shows by going to hdtgm.com. That's hdtgm.com. All right, and a big thank you to everyone who makes this show happen. And the primary, everybody, is you. That's right, you make the show happen because you're listening to it right now. So thank you. Remember to rate and review the show, though. It does help. Follow us on all the social media, which is Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can watch my How Did This Get Made uh, video series every Monday on my YouTube page. It's just youtube.com slash Paul Shear. And um, if you want to listen to these shows commercial free, you can just sign up for such a premium for a one month free trial. Use the code bonkers. A big thank you to our team who are all taking a break. That is Cody Fisher, Avril Halley, Molly Reynolds, Devin Bryant, July Diaz, and everyone at Earwolf. We will see you next week for a revisitation of the classic Holiday and Handcuffs. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.